Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Oh my goodness, I just talked and talked and talked. <laughs> and my podcast stopped recording. It was recording, and then I went to go to the readings. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? All right, well now, I guess maybe it was God saying, shorten that up, honey. <laughs> okay, today, Monday, we've got Lent coming up, Ash Wednesday, in a couple of days. What am I doing? My mom is here until Saturday. I know I have to pray and figure out what is my next step because I truly feel aimless. I know there are a few things that have like date deadlines. I have a few talks that I have to do. I have taxes that I have to do. I want to obviously shore up my father's estate and my husband's estate. I have things like that. I would need to finish the house. I mean, these kind of things are basic, but it's the, what do I do in my ministry next steps that I'm going to need to fall into prayer? And what I mean by that is getting my butt in to adoration. Adoration is a beautiful place where Jesus is displayed in the Holy Eucharist, which is the Holy Communion wafer that by the priest's hands only, his consecrated ordained hands, turns that bread and that wine into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. I have felt the impact of Jesus on me. You know, I like to look at it like this. None of us can sit in the sun, S-U-N in the sky, for an hour and not have it impact us. Some of us might get burned. Some of us will get tan. Some of us, you know, like me, I get kind of like this golden and I just kind of stop. But we all have an impact of sitting in the sun for an hour. Can you imagine the impact of sitting in front of the sun, capital S-O-N, the Son of God, Jesus, for an hour? It has an impact. So that's where I want to sit, and that's where I want to hear and listen and discern. So I'm going to be spending some time there, and I'm not going to be starting any of my stuff because my mom's going to be here till Saturday, and I want to be present, too. I mean, the whole deal is not just having her here so that I can be up in my room doing my thing and her down here doing something else. 
Okay, so this morning in prayer, and I wish I had that other podcast recorded, but again, I always look at it like it's a moment from from God to stop that podcast. I don't know why. I just give it up to him all the time. Okay, so this morning I'm sitting in prayer, and in the gospel, it pretty much says, Jesus is looking at the Pharisees. The Pharisees are the high priests back in the Old Testament who were really looking to kill Jesus because they were like, look, if this dude is the Messiah, we're doomed. We're done, man. The Romans are going to kick us out. We're going to have nothing. There goes our little empire, all this money that we've got and the prestige we have. So Jesus basically said, look, you guys are always asking for a sign and I will not give you a sign. Why is he giving me all these signs? <laughs> it's funny. I was telling my mom last night, I said, you know, I hope people don't listen to me and think that I'm just looking at everything and like, oh, that's God. I think I mentioned it yesterday. Oh, there's an ant crawling across the carpet. That's God. I'm really not. What's happening is I'm paying attention to these things and then I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about. What am I doing at that moment? Am I walking? Am I thinking about Jeff? Am I thinking about something where all of a sudden rain comes out of nowhere and hits me and there's not a cloud in the sky? Um, You know, so this morning I was praying and I was thinking and I just dedicated the first decade of my rosary to all of the people in my immediate family. You know, I start with Jeff and then I go into, you know, his mom and his brother and, you know, cover all the Von Eshes and their spouses. And so I just go through all of them. And then when I was done, this cardinal that I could not see was chirping at me (laughs) so loud. I could not see it. I don't know where it was, but it was right by my window where I pray. And I was like, oh, this is great. So I keep praying. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was the most distracted rosary ever. Why? Because I am constantly thinking thinking about this one thing that I think God wants from me and it just keeps taking a hold of my imagination. I'll start praying and then I'll drift off. And this was happening yesterday too. And I don't know if this is God. I don't know if I'm trying to stop it and pull it back or if I'm actually stopping God. So this is how prayer works, everyone. You know, you You know, those distractions that you get that you pull yourself out of or you try to. Look, if it's a distraction about your grocery list, something to do today or, you know, I don't know, something frivolous like that, write it down and go right back to prayer. But if something comes on your heart while you're sitting there with God, maybe you are praying the rosary or maybe it's the Divine Mercy Chaplet later on in the day at 3 o'clock, and something comes on your heart. Maybe it's even something new for you to try. Maybe it is a relationship that is damaged, that comes into your mind, and you're now thinking, wow, where did that come from? It's things that are more deep, more important. Maybe it's you thinking about you. Wow, here I am praying to you, Lord. Can you help me with this problem that I have? And help me to be joyful in my trials. 
And then I'm praying and the sun, okay, when I'm praying down here in, down here, you don't know where I am, down here in my family room, which is attached to the kitchen, I look out my backyard and I have this beautiful forest and a huge bird feeder and the sun rises in the front of the house. So when the sun rises, you know, half of the trees that I'm looking at are kissed with the sun on the top and then the bottom is all shadow. And I'm looking and I'm like, wow, I see my life in this scenery right now. I look at the bottom part of the trees, the dark shadows as my old life. And then I'm looking at the top of the trees that are kissed with this beautiful sun-kissed orange sun. And by the way, I took a video of it because it was so beautiful. It'll probably go on my YouTube channel. I open up the door, sliding glass door, just to step out on my deck and guess what flies over my head? The lone goose. Honk! Honk, honk. And then I took the video because I, I, I wasn't fast enough. I mean, he was over my head before I knew it. And that was when I said, yep, God, I get it. My new life, the sun-kissed part of the trees, me like this lone goose. But you know what? That lone goose, I guarantee you, is dropping into some sort of pond somewhere with a whole bunch of other geese. So I am not alone physically here on earth with all of you, whether you're like, you know, just listening to my voice or you physically are around me, but also spiritually, I am truly walking and talking and living with my husband and my father and God and Mary, my guardian angel and all the angels and saints. And look at the signs that God is giving me. And that is what I want you to pay attention to. Because I think most of the time, maybe you're getting ready in the morning and you never even look outside. You don't even know what color the sunrise was. It's this kind of stuff that has dramatically changed in my life too. When I go out for a walk, I... I'm constantly saying, thank you, God, for this beauty. Wow, look at all of the trees that you have created just in this part of the world, not let alone the whole rest of the world. Just the amazing number of birds and the beautiful chirping. And I've got... This is when you change your eyes. Your view of the world becomes so much more simple, so much more easy. You just don't desire the things that you desire. I always go back to satisfied. That should probably be the question that you sit down with yourself for Lent. Am I satisfied in my life? Or do you need something else? What is it? And a lot of you may say, I think it's God, Kendra. <laughs> I think, <coughs> oh, she's just choked on my own spit. That's lovely. <coughs> Sorry about that. 
And no, for those of you who listen and are new, I don't edit these. So you get the rawness. Um, anyway, ah, where was I? Okay. I got to stop and think, hold on. Oh yeah. You want that peace, that joy, that love that can only come from God. You want your soul, your mind, and your body to be healed. And you want God because I'm telling you that there is nothing in my life that is because of me. There's not a shred of peace or joy in this whole situation that has anything to do with me. It's been God who has led me to this moment for the past 11 years. And for that, I am so, so grateful. And I hope that we all walk through this Lent because I know that God's challenging you. And maybe in the soul category, he wants you to learn how to pray. Don't forget, I have a prayer program. Just go to my website, KendraVonAsh.com. Go to Faith Services and you'll see it. If you don't use that, I don't care. Learn how to pray somewhere because, again, if you do not pray, you will not be saved and you won't get to know his voice. And you won't get that peace. You won't get that grace. Nothing like waking up in the morning and having that peace and joy. I was smiling when I was praying today, everyone. I was joyful. I was giggling. I was talking to Jesus because when I heard that cardinal, I was like, whoa, thank you, God. You know, and I'm so ever grateful. I constantly thank him for just the littlest things. Like this morning when I got up. Thank you, God, for another day. I don't know what you got for me, but this day is yours. Maybe in the mind category, it's learning a little bit about the faith. And maybe that's just tuning into this podcast, right? It doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing where you have to sit down and read the catechism, which by the way, is like 900 and something pages, you know, be realistic with your life. Learn through the Bible in a year. That's a beautiful thing. Father Mike Schmitz, anybody can listen to that and it's free. This podcast is free. You can find things anywhere that can help your mind grow. That's the problem. A lot of us, me included, I'm telling you, I used to say, you would have to pay me to go back to school. I did not ever have a continuous learning or thirst for learning for anything in life. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Until God encountered me in confession. And I had this thirst, unquenchable thirst, by the way, because I'm still learning. I don't know everything. There's so much to know to figure out what is this Catholic faith all about? Because God is in that church. I just encountered him in that confession and everyone, it changed my life. I'm not joking here. Y'all know that. Okay. So now is the time. Wait, I forgot the body. The body. What are you doing with that thing? Are you feeding it a bunch of junk? Are you gunking up your brain with neurotoxins like alcohol and drugs? Are you mucking up your brain watching pornography and all these other things? Gaming and video things? Gambling? I mean, we do these things for the endorphin rush. We do these things for the bodily high. And I'm here to tell you that the high that you get in prayer with God, believe it or not, cannot be compared. This is why people in the faith walk 
Christian faith walk. You don't have to be Catholic. But there is the difference between happiness, which is fleeting. What do I mean by fleeting? Well, you have your wine, you get your buzz, maybe you get drunk, and then it's gone. Oh, let's not forget what you feel like afterwards. Same with the drug and the porn. You have that moment of pleasure. Maybe it's the gambling, maybe it's the gaming, maybe it's your social media streaming, or maybe you're addicted to that, the streaming stuff too. You know, anything to kind of give you that high in your life through that activity. And when you have God... You can have that high all the time. I I wish I could explain it to you. This is the most frustrating thing about my ministry and all the things that God does in my life because it's so difficult to put words to the feelings because, I mean, sometimes I describe it when I go speak that it was like I took every drug that was available and downed it with every ounce of alcohol. And I could not imagine reproducing that beautiful feeling of love and acceptance in that confessional that day. I mean, I floated out of there. It was, it was God. Nothing on this earth and no person on this earth could do that for me ever again. And then it only got better. And I'm not going to tell you my prayer life was awesome the whole time because it wasn't. I mean, a lot of the time I didn't have a prayer life. I was just going to mass on Sunday and I was, you know, struggling with the teachings and I was looking at my life and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I was in confession every week with mortal sin, everyone. I didn't know how to stop. All I knew was that I wanted Jesus every Sunday inside me, which, you know, what a great desire, but yet I could not stop my sins myself. And that was when I listened to relevant radio. So there are a lot of you out there who want to learn a little bit more about the faith. And I'm, I can't always be the one source for everything. And I'm going to reach out and tell you, go to relevantradio.com. For those in my area, there's 930. You can tune, tune your AM radio. So anytime you're in the car, you can learn a little bit and 9.50. So 9.50 is Chicago AM and 9.30 is Milwaukee AM. But anyway, if you go to Relevant Radio, you can search your own area and see if you have it on the radio. But otherwise, you can download the free app and listen wherever you are, even if you're out of the country. I learned a lot, a whole lot from Relevant Radio. And I just want you all to give it a shot. I'm going to tell you this though. First time I listened, first few times, you know, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? These people are disgustingly nice. <laughs> like I, it was so weird. I was like, oh, why are they so nice? You know, like I was used to listening to political radio. And so I flip over and I'm like, well, I got used to it though. Because that's the kindness and the sweetness and the love that comes from people who are on the walk. I was just talking to my mom yesterday. I said, Mom, did you see all those spiritual companions that I have met on my journey come by and give me a hug when everyone was receiving communion? 
And she said, yeah, I sure did. That was amazing. I learned so much from them and they are so prayerful. I, I, I just, I honestly stopped this <laughs> because I totally lost my train of thought. So I'm, if this isn't making sense, how I'm wrapping this up, that's why calling myself out on over here. Okay. I'm going to let you guys get back to your life. I do have to say thank you to those who have sent emails telling me what's going on in your life. I promise I will respond soon, but there are people out there that I want to share with you. I'm not going to say names, but I think it's really important that you hear from other people so that you're not feeling like it's just you and me. You know, it's you and me and this other person who's 62 years old and, you know, has some struggles in life. One of them is food and is grateful for me to have gone back on the podcast and share this journey of grief and this beauty of God. And she found me back in the day when I was with <laughs> Christine Watkins on our Radio Maria show. I mean, people were telling me that they used to binge that program, which is great. I mean, such a great time with her. And in the end, this person is looking forward to going through the Lenten walk with me and you. Because the more that you share with me, the more I can let everyone else know, hey, if you're struggling with food right now, you're not the only one. And this person said, I'm sticking with you this Lent. Because what we need to do is look at the deeper meaning. Our identities as children of God and these bodies in which we were blessed with and given, we have to treat them well. We have to feed them well. We have to move them well. And we have to nourish them spiritually too. Because by the way, when you pray with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your body, which it says in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it's supposed to be a full experience. That's when you feel these bodily sensations that I have where I'm like, what in the world is that? Because that ain't me. And then you get to know God. We're supposed to have a mystical, supernatural experience with him. It's ours to have. And I just look at so many people who need it. I can't tell you how many conversations I had with people during the visitation and during funeral, during the funeral, excuse me, who are faithful people who believe in life after death, who believe in the mercy of God, who have heard my story and can see why I am joyful. You can listen to my podcast from yesterday. How do you find joy in death? By the way, that death can also be dying to something bad in your life. How can you be joyful about that? You ask for God's wisdom as we heard today. You ask him to show you your life, the true life of yours with this in it. Do people like you when you're doing this? Are you hiding it from people? Are you lying? Are you keeping it a secret? Are you ashamed? You know, there's a ton of things that you got to go through here. Okay, now I'm just yapping, yapping, yapping. But prayer is powerful and I want it for all of you. 
because it becomes a way of life. It becomes how you see things, how you think of things. Again, I could totally succumb to sadness and despair, maybe even fear and anger. I never once was angry. I remember when my brother-in-law said, hey, just call, scream, yell, I'm here for you. I was like, what? I don't have any of that. That's not because of me. That's because of God. He has totally been here healing my heart and preparing me for this and gave me affirmation about my husband. And now I am always looking at the positive joy in salvation. Remember yesterday, by the way, I'm doing this podcast seven days a week now. So yesterday was Sunday and it was all about if I turn to the Lord in my trouble, he's going to give me the joy of salvation. And that was exactly my life. Amazing. Still my life, of course. But there's, and some people don't get it. They, they cannot see the beauty of God and the goodness of God in a situation like that. So I was talking to people, again, faith-based people all across this thing thinking, oh, I just feel so bad for people who go through life with whatever struggles they have. I don't care what it is. Without God, oh my goodness, I cannot understand any more in my life. I can remember when I always tried to do it myself and then all the blame was on me because I always failed And then I think even worse about myself because I have no self-control. You're pathetic, blah, blah, blah. That's the difference between transformation from God and change from us. Transformation from God. If we continue to walk with him is permanent. Remember, we're the ones that turn away. Okay. (laughs) I always say that I'm going to stop and I think of something else. But this morning, amazing. Signs, signs, signs. And you, my dear friends, can see signs today too if you're paying attention. So just all of my stuff was outside. All of it was nature. So maybe today you can really look at God's creation around you. Maybe go sit in it somewhere. And allow, you know, the sun to hit you. Hopefully it's sunny where you are or the wind and the breeze. Take off your shoes and your socks and put your feet in the ground. Ground yourself. If you've ever heard of that before, we are electromagnetic people. That's why our houses are grounded. That's why we don't want to get hit by lightning (laughs) because we will die. The earth is also electrical, magnetic. That's why they hit trees in certain places. So if we put our feet in the ground... There's scientific proof that almost instantly our blood cells separate. How cool is that? If you have any clotting or anything and your blood starts moving, I have actually felt it. I felt a calmness kind of come over me, you know? And so I try in the, it's the winter right now. There's literal frost all over my ground. I'm not going out there in bare feet, but I can ground myself in my garage with wool socks or hold on to the metal on my garage door opener for a while. But yeah, when it comes better weather, I get out there and I do my prayers with my hands and feet. 
on the ground and it's just wonderful. So I'm working on my body and trying to treat it well too. I'm also looking at the circadian rhythm, trying to go to bed and get up with the sun. It's not so easy, but trying my hardest. Okay. Anyway, body, let's just ask God to show us these three areas. Find one in each. If you're not praying, pray. If your prayer kind of blows and you're just checking the box, then focus on God. You know, do your prayers in a church, go to adoration. If you're already praying and your prayer life is awesome, go to daily mass a couple more times. Or if you're already a daily mass goer, then add your adoration time, tick that up a little bit or volunteer. Maybe there's something that, you know, in your soul, you know, fills you by serving others. That's another idea. And again, for the mind, always learning something, learning how to pray, learning about God, learning about the Bible, learning about faith, learning about the Catholic faith. Last but not least, the body. And I think this is the hardest one. And why? Is because the body wants what the body wants. We've trained our bodies to love our sins. We've trained our bodies to abuse whatever we're abusing. Food, alcohol, drugs, pornography, scrolling through social media. We are looking for that endorphin high. And by the way, we are going to continue to seek it and we're going to need more. Because that's when the tolerance increases. So now you have to drink more. Now you got to smoke more. Now you got to watch more porn or more crazy porn, right? Oh, the good old missionary style with men and women don't work for me anymore. What do you got out there? Dessert donkey, you know, like crazy weird stuff that people end up worse. Think about it. You're never going to be satisfied with that stuff. Me too. What does alcohol do to me? Well, it kills my brain. I know for a fact. And by the way, those studies that say like one glass of wine and all this stuff, you know, at the end of the day, not so much. It is a neurotoxin and it kills our frontal lobe where we reason and where we communicate with God. Does it mean that I'm going to quit forever? I don't know. I'm not kind of going there. I'd love it to be where I can just have a glass with someone maybe at dinner and never have it again. I don't know. We'll have to see. All I know is that's what I'm doing is quitting for Lent for sure. So I know. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> I truly am never going to hang this thing up, am I? Oh, that's what my husband used to say all the time. He's like, you cannot stop your podcast. He goes, just like you cannot get off the phone. All right. There is something in Lent and you may know this. And I challenge you to not do this. You, I can't tell you in the beginning of my journey how excited I was to learn this tidbit of information. So during Lent, every Sunday, you can have whatever you gave up, if that's what you're doing, if you're giving something up. Some of you may choose to add things, like prayer. But if it's something like a substance and you give it up on Sunday, because every single Sunday, no matter whether it's in Lent or not, is a solemnity. It's a very high feast day. It's the highest feast day. So anything that says the solemnity of 
you know, the nativity of the Lord. That's like the Christ being born. Yeah, that's a pretty high <laughs> celebration. That would be Christmas. But when you think about that as being a way for you not to, to enjoy that thing that you didn't have for six days. I'm telling you, when I quit drinking, I was drinking every Sunday. <laughs> I took full advantage of that. Now, what I would ask all of you to do is not do that. If you want to celebrate that beautiful solemnity of our worship day, Sunday, then do something else. Don't make it about what you quit. Maybe if you want to celebrate it, spend a little bit more time in prayer and dedication and worship to him, you know? I mean, okay. Anyway, whoa. By the way, I do have to say I love that people were cool with me going longer and I don't do it on purpose. I just wish I didn't have so much to say. And I know that this is God, so I'm trying to do my best to bring it to you and help you decide what you want to do on Lent. And I'm so excited to do it with you because, gosh, how cool, how cool. So going back to tell me what's going on out there. Send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonash.com. I want to hear from you because it helps me also know who's out there and what they're struggling with so that I can talk to you in particular, I always have you in the back of my mind. By the way, I'm going there. Cherie. Now, this is a person who met me at a talk, sent an email, is an avid follower. She's in my soul, mind, and body group, and I owe her a call. <laughs> She's so amazing, has become a wonderful friend. Anyway, I just want to say, Cherie, I owe you a call big time. Check your email. This is what happens. We become spiritual companions on the journey. And I am so grateful for that. All right. I just heard my mom moving up there. So I'm going to wrap up. I love you all. We're going to pray in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit. Amen. Oh, come Holy spirit. Give us some signs. We're all seeking you for those who are seeking you, who are new, who don't know you exactly. Give them that fleece of peace. Just that beautiful confirmation of calmness that, yes, I am here. We will do it together so that this Lent we can go in with ashes of our old life behind us and come out resurrected on Easter, a brand new person that you want us to be. We will now, Lord, pray for all of the souls in purgatory, that you bring them higher and closer to your heart. Purify them faster, Lord. They so miss you and just want to be in your heavenly bliss. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for me, a sinner, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Are you still praying for people who have left? Are you spouses still thinking of your own spouses and praying for them while they're here? 
Remember, I wasn't doing that. This is why I tell you all the things <laughs> that I fall down on, you know, because I'm learning every day. And I'm so grateful that God gave me the eyes to see my own life the best way I possibly can. I don't have full eyes of him to see everything, but he's taken off the scales and that's another biblical thing. That's what happened to St. Paul when he fell off the horse in Damascus. He was blind for three days and then God pulled off the scales of his eyes so that he could see. And that's what happens with us sometimes. Sometimes we're so blind to our own life, our, our you know, habits and our addictions that they're normal to us and we don't think that they're a problem. And then God slowly but surely takes off those scales and all of a sudden we're seeing for the first time possibly the destruction and the bad stuff with your life or some aspect of it. And that's why we do this with God. So find something more with God, everyone. I love you so much. I'm so excited for Lent and have a blessed and inspired day.